0: Good Thursday morning to you. Welcome to the Brewer's Briefing. It's time for us to discuss what's happening in the world of news and get your thoughts and opinions as well. Give us a call. Give us a text. 918-756-3646. Text or call. One number does it all here at The Brew? And we're podcasting this worldwide on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts as well. So check it out today. We're having some, prob- some problems with the streaming computer today. I don't know. Why? Uh, I've got a text to the engineer. We'll see. So the people that listen to this on the internet, computers are, are not happy today, and I'm not happy about it either. But uh, from what I understand, the radio sounds okay. So we'll get uh, we'll get the engineer on that. Hopefully, that'll get uh, cleaned up soon. Sorry, mom. <laughs> it's got some kind of a. A loud buzz going on on the streaming computer, but we were, we are recording and we are podcasting and all that's happening. So, uh, if you miss any of it, you can go back and listen to it there and you might want to, you know, who knows it could happen again, Nine one eight seven five six thirty six forty six. That's the number to get in touch with us here at the brew. It's brewers briefing. We do it weekdays, eight to nine. a.m. We're glad to have you joining us for the program today. Appreciate that a lot. Let's take a look at the weather forecast, see what is going on out there. 51 degrees currently, only going to hit about 57 for the high today. 90% chance of rain, that's happening. We'll look at the radar coming up, see where it all is. 38 tonight and cloudy tomorrow, looking for 58 and partly sunny skies. 46 overnight, we got a slight chance of a shower on Saturday, 30% chance and 64. A little greater chance for Saturday night. Then Sunday, 56. Almost going to freeze Sunday night, 33. And 52 on Monday of next week. 24-hour rainfall. Got a bunch down in, down south. Antler's got uh, three inches, almost four inches in cloudy Oklahoma. Two and a half at Mount Hermon. Okmulgee got 0.16 Tenths of an inch of rain, uh, over the last 24 hours. Anyway, what's the, uh, where is the rain now? Let's see this. Where's the radar. Let's take a look at the radar. And we got rain in the uh, center part of the state, all the way from Altus, all the way up to uh, Tahlequah. Muskogee It gets all over the place in the listening area down south, a little bit clear down around McAllister and there's a whole bunch way down Southeast. So we got some rain still going to be hanging around for a while. Current temperatures around the state, 26 out in the panhandle, way out there. That's cold. That's why you don't want to live in the panhandle. It's cold and windy, and there's no trees out there. We've got uh, uh, mid-50s down south, Ida Bell coming into 55. That's the hot spot down there. So that's your weather forecast right there. Okay, so what else we have? Today is Thursday, March the 9th which means tomorrow is Friday. I bet you knew that, which means we have another state playoff game. The uh, Preston Pirates are going to be playing tomorrow night, Friday night, 9 o'clock at the Big House in Oklahoma City, Fairgrounds. We'll be having that uh, ball game broadcast live here on the radio station. Sam Harbin is going to be doing a broadcast. That's tomorrow at 9 o'clock, and uh, we'll see how that goes, second round. And then they'll play again uh, Saturday if they win, and we're expecting a win. 645 on Saturday for the gold ball state championship. Come on pirates. You can do it. That's going to be awesome. All right. So also nine o'clock today, tradeo with Tricia and we'll buy trade and sell and give stuff away. Then all right, let's jump into the news. See what's happening in the news. (laughs) We got some stuff. (laughs) We got some stuff. You may or may not have heard this at the 8 o'clock news. But uh, we got an Oklahoma Democrat state representative appearing to worship diversity, equity, and inclusion. DEI. No doubt you've heard about this now. It's it's like a deity, literally, to some of these people. It's weird. Now, this is making a uh, headline. This is Fox News National Talking about our local rep here. And what in the heck is she saying? And we got a clip of it here. And you make it what you will. Here's what she had to say.
1: That's uh, very uh, disturbing, to say the least. When we have, again, a state superintendent who does not want to have anything to do with diversity, equity, inclusion. DEI is in deity. Diversity, equity, inclusion is God.
0: Thank you for your bait. Do what? Let's repeat that for you. She's talking about Ryan Walters, Secretary of Education. she can't stand the guy superintendent. And uh, you know of course he's coming against all this woke uh, theology in our in our classroom CRT and whatnot. And uh, Dei Dei is a deity. she says diversity, equity and inclusion is God her words. And so it's got uh, it's raising some eyebrows around the country, as you can imagine they seemingly equate the d e i values of a god <laughs> and no doubt some people think that that it is no doubt maybe that's what she really believes this woke wokeness actually is a religion you know it's kind of like the, the it's a cult kind of like the uh, oh the the vaccine cult and the the Fauci cult and the DEI cult. And that's, that's bizarre right there, man. I mean, seriously, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> of course you do. What in the heck, man. So that's making news. We got, we, I love, you know, we, 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 we make news sometimes nationally here in Oklahoma and that, that definitely did it. Uh, Nathan Dom made some national news, Senator Dom. He was, uh, he went on John Stewart's show and, talked about the second amendment and guns and i didn't i didn't i I saw a few clips of that not sure how that went down for mr dom but uh anyway we have uh other oklahoma news that uh you may have heard in the in the eight o'clock but another democratic uh, lawmaker who who identifies as non-binary you know not either sex just kind of bouncing around in between or not either one. I, it's just this identification BS is such BS. Like, identify as a, a whatever. I mean, it's a woman, a man, a dog, a cat. I mean, it's it's bizarre, and there's no there's no end to it. You can, I mean, anyway, she identifies as neither one, non-binary, she said. And she harbored a fugitive <laughs> here a while back. So they had this this vote on the floor. To uh, to not allow Oklahoma doctors to mutilate the genitals of uh, minors. Some of them call it gender affirming surgeries. It's genital mutilation of minors is what it is, and so we had a vote, and there was a bunch of those folks there, the uh, the non the non folks, the non whatever folks, and they were protesting, and this one person threw some water on a state representative, and was you know hiding. And this lady, this representative, hid the person in her office and would not let the cops in and lied to the cops and the Oklahoma Highway Patrol and they were trying to, you know, you know so on and so forth. So, anyway, so the House voted to censure her, <coughs> vote 81 to 19, uh, on Tuesday of this week. And, of course, the people on the left are crying and screaming, well, You're so mean. And uh, But the House Speaker says, you know, look, this person knowingly and willingly impeded a law enforcement investigation, harboring a fugitive and repeatedly lying to the officers. You don't get away with that, okay? So sorry, not sorry. So that happened. <laughs> also in our Capitol, uh, last week or two. And I came across this story. This is a bizarre story here I, I saw yesterday down in Houston. So weird. Um, this story comes from Fox 25 here in Oklahoma City. Next month, there was, a, there was a guy on death row down in Texas, Andre Thomas. He was set to be executed on April 5th, sentenced to death for fatally stabbing in March of 2004. And what is this? That This is 2023. Okay. Dadgum near 20 years been sitting on death row. He killed his estranged wife and their four-year-old son and their 13-month-old daughter. And he cut out their hearts of the two children. He told the cops that he he killed them because they 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 were demon-possessed. They were demon-possessed, and he was. Taking care of that. Of course, you've got to cut out the hearts of anybody that's demon-possessed. He thought, this is totally bizarre. We know who the demon-possessed one was. Anyway, this guy's been sitting in, in, in prison, death row, for 20 years. And this week, or last week, he decided he would gouge out his own eyeballs. It's a true story. I'm not making this stuff up. It's a weird story, but it is a story. He gouged out his eyeball, both of them. And he ate one of them. He ate one of his eyeballs that he gouged out. <laughs> I told you it was a bizarre story. Uh, he said he ate it to ensure that the government could not hear his thoughts, because, you know, that's how, that's how I don't know. Should I, I shouldn't be laughing, probably, at this. <laughs> Bless his, I mean, God, what do you say about this? Oh my gosh, it's weird. Uh, So so we need to have an exorcism of this poor guy. So now they say, well, they can't kill the guy now. They can't execute this man. I mean, a hundred faith leaders have come together. It's like, how do you lead this blind guy to the death chamber? Doesn't seem right. Seems like it goes against all of our sensibilities as human beings. So now they put it on hold. They're like, now, now what do we do? What are we going to do now? Uh, so that's uh, it's pending, I guess. So now what are we gonna do? I don't know what should we do with this guy. Do you have an opinion? They're uh, they're asking for a competence, a competency, competency. Can't even say it. This uh, reviewed. Uh, of course, the man's crazy. I mean, look, when you gadget out your own eyeballs and you're eating them up there, that's uh, you pretty much pretty much crazy demon. I mean, this guy has to be possessed big time wow strangeness right there anyway i just thought i'd throw that out there at you this <laughs> kind of get this thing rolling you know Woo! mercy sakes well thank you for your text good morning to you and to you good morning to you thanks for texting in there and thanks i love all the good morning text fantastic good morning pam some of you name i know and some of you i just see a phone number so i don't know exactly so uh Huh, let's see. What else do we have? What time is it? Night 16 see. So I saw this. That we got a battle going on. Kind of a battle. Not really, but kind of. Ideological battle, I suppose. Between the Pope and Dr. Jordan Peterson. One of my uh, favorite guys uh, on the planet right now. I just I think the guy's fantastic. If you don't know who Dr. Peterson is, Jordan Peterson. Get to know him, man. He is so smart. And he is... Uh, some, some think he's the, the leading Western thinker, uh, in, in the West, like in, pretty much, you know, in the world, like he's one of the top thinkers in the world, Just smart guy, articulate, fantastic. Anyway, he, uh, he's picking a fight with the Pope, <laughs> which is kind of fun. The Pope came out with a tweet. Here's a story about it in the Washington examiner. And the Pope tweeted out that, uh, where's the exact tweet? I had it earlier, and I, I, I closed it. Social justice, wrote the Pope, social justice demands that we fight against the causes of poverty, inequality, and the lack of labor, land, and lodging against those who deny social and labor rights and against the culture that leads to taking away the dignity of others. That was, that was the tweet. That fired Jordan Peterson right up. And he responded with this. Authentic social justice is not antithetical to Christianity. First, yes it is. Because it is predicated on a group rather than individual categorization. Secondly, we see damn little of authentic social justice, Pope. And a lot of ideology. <laughs> and he goes on to say, because hey, he wasn't finished yet, that's not authentic communism, quote, end quote, says every apologist everywhere always. Because, you know, it's kind of what they say. Like these these uh, socialists run around all over America, like Bernie Sanders and all of his ilk. They say, well, real socialism hasn't really been tried yet. That's not real Authentic socialism, authentic communism hasn't really been explored. Says every apologist everywhere, always like, well, you know, we would do it differently. If we were in control, we would be much more benevolent uh, to the peasants than those people that, you know, that were communist, dictator, rulers, murderers. And so he's picking that deal. He's picking that fight with the Pope. And so. A long article here in the Washington Examiner about the Washington Examiner says that, that Peterson is missing the mark by uh, going after the Pope the way he did. I don't I don't think so. I th- Peterson's just talking about this whole he, he's just social justice. Peterson's bringing it down to the individual, and the Pope is very progressive, right? And I mean, if you, if you've followed any of this stuff, this guy says he's pretty progressive Pope. And uh, constantly throwing stuff out there about, oh, progressive type. Uh, Just, you know, kind of catching his words and progressivism. He does that a lot. And I'm reading a bunch of the responses from many of the Catholics down here. They're like, well, if it's going to be a a fight between the Pope and uh, Dr. Jordan Peterson, my money's on Peterson says one Catholic. So uh, anyway, I thought it was kind of interesting maybe you do maybe you don't anyway we'll see who wins that battle all right speaking of other weird stuff and 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 kind of religious stuff i came across a story from jonathan turley who's a pretty smart guy he's a he's an attorney constitutional attorney and whatnot and he's got an article about a british minister who's facing new charges under counterterrorism laws for criticizing a trans woman and it's concerning because you know this is a free country or you know it's uh, so, UK, and this kind of goofy ideology could leak over here if we're not careful. Because you know a lot of our politicians want us to be just like Europe, right? You know that. Yes, they do. So, today there was a trial, or yesterday, for a French politician who charged, who was charged for criticizing immigration as a public danger. Oh, can't, can't, can't say that in the UK. In the meantime, a Christian street preacher was reportedly facing criminal charges in the UK, for declaring that a trans woman was really a gentleman and a man in woman's clothing. (laughs) Well, yeah, no doo-doo, Sherlock. The counterterrorism unit arrested David McConnell, a Christian preacher who was already convicted last year for harassment in the incident last year. For the earlier offense, McConnell was sentenced to 12 months community order with 80 hours of unpaid work. However, according to the Daily Mail, he was also reported to the counter-terrorism unit. According to McConnell's probation officer, he is viewed as persistently and illegally espousing an extreme point of view with his preaching. Okay? And that's all it takes in the UK and most of Europe today is an extreme point of view. So now he is akin to a terrorist for expressing his free speech. And this extreme point of view is that that man over there with a penis dressed in a woman's clothes is actually a man. He's not a woman at all. He's pretending to be. That is an extreme point of view now in the UK. And you are a terrorist for thinking such things. Now... (laughs) What kind of a weird world are we living in in? I mean, you see how upside down the things are and how they're going. Now, these are these are politicians over there that are making these rules, and I mean Europe has lost it. If you if you don't keep up with it, then probably you don't, because I mean, why would you? They, you know, it's just like arresting that lady that is quietly, silently praying in front of the abortion clinic by herself. Uh, making, you know, and she's she's being arrested for for thought. You know, it's the thought police. We know what you're thinking. Your silent prayers are extreme. What do you pray? <laughs> and now you have an extreme view if you think that the guy with a penis dressed up as a woman is actually a man dressed up as a woman. Because we we can't offend anybody. If he wants to pretend to be a woman, let him be called a woman. It's like it's like this uh, this whole deal in the USA women's powerlifting deal where they got the man pretending to be a woman powerlifting now and they, and they let him do it because well we don't want to offend this group of people. it identifies identify as we can't be offensive. God forbid we offend somebody. I I hope I don't ever offend anybody on this program. <laughs> it's probably going to happen. I don't apologize if you're offended about it. I, I really don't. Because it's, you know, it's just it, somebody has to be, somebody's got to be sane here. Somebody has got to be sane. So, Anyway, that's going to be me. Oh, and I'm going I'm to spread that sanity as far and wide as I can. Okay? so And you can help me by chiming in. 918 A quick break. We shall return. 27 minutes past the hour, 8 o'clock. Good Thursday morning to you. Aren't you glad the weekend is just right over there? You can almost see it. It's just around the corner, and that's a good thing. So thanks for, thanks for joining us here on the Brew. Appreciate that. Brewers Briefing is the name of the program now, and we're, we're briefing you on uh, things you need to know. I'm Brooks Brewer, and I'm glad to have you with us for the program. A story from Fox 23 says the Old Monkey County Criminal Justice Authority confirmed that the cause of death of an inmate in the Moore detention facility was determined by the Chief Medical Examiner's Office to be suicide, and there's not to believe to be any foul play involved. Keith Edward Kastner was pronounced dead after he projected himself over a safety rail from the second floor of a housing unit inside the facility on March 3rd. According to the Okmulgee uh, County Criminal Justice Authority, Kastner's body struck another inmate on the first floor during the fall, severely injuring that person. Soon after the impact, Kastner was pronounced dead The Okmulgee County Justice Authority also said that video also supported the findings of suicide of the office building of the chief medical examiner. So weird deal there. (sighs) Local news, throw that out there at you as well. Okay. Well, 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 did you see any more of uh, Tucker Carlson last night? Man, oh, man, oh, man. Pam did. Pam says she's appalled at the coverage uh, of Tucker Carlson last night. All the liberals are on the attack of Tucker for showing the truth being revealed on the January 6th tapes. Chuck Schumer made a public announcement against Fox and Tucker and Whoopi Goldberg had the nerve to compare Tucker to Orwell in 1984. She goes on to say in her text this morning that she doesn't know straight up from Sikkim. (laughs) I thought it was, they don't know, come here from Sikkim. But is it, (laughs) did you, did you got a new phrase that that I didn't know about? Straight up from Sikkim? Come on now. I thought it was, they don't know, come here from Sikkim. Come here, Sikkim. Anyway, that's not the point. Continue to fight for Tucker, she says. Reveal their bias and lying ways. So, uh, yes. Oh, my gosh. I was watching this last night. Is uh, I was consuming a T-bone steak, and uh, I was thinking to myself, "Man, I wish I could play this whole show for my listeners, man, alive." I mean, it's just interesting to see. And we talked about this yesterday—the meltdown from the left over these videos. And it's funny because some people are like using the words. Well, Tucker is just cherry-picking <laughs> videos out and showing his side of the story, making it look like it was a peaceful, you know, tour of the white of the Capitol. And I'm thinking, you know, people, he got 44,000 hours, okay, of videotape. What the hell is he supposed to do? You have to cherry pick out (laughs) uh, uh, certain parts of it. And and his point is, obviously, that the January 6th committee cherry picked their part out of 44,000 hours of audio and cherry picked the violent scenes. So look here, this is what happened on January sixth, and they put that out there on television for everybody to see constantly. Look how violent. and there was violence. There's no question because you can see the videos. Now he's like, well, there's another story. There's a, there's a counter story to that, and let's show you this. Let's show you some of the Capitol Police guiding people around peacefully and calmly. That those sti- those same people that were being guided around by the Capitol Police are sitting in jail over there, rotting in jail, getting no justice whatsoever. With our, our crazy system And so there is two sides to the story And uh, Of course it's causing a gigantic meltdown From the Uniparty Which would be the Mc- Mitch McConnell's And the Chuck Schumer's And the Lindsey Graham's And all those kind of rhinos up there They're having a meltdown man. They, they, they They can't stand it Of course You know there's yeah, yeah, he's exactly. right. One of the texters says some Republicans are trashing Tucker as well. That's what I'm talking about. McConnell, Graham, Tillis—he uh, had a whole list of. Them. Matter of fact, he showed a bunch of pictures of them last night. The ones that were coming against Tucker. Yeah, there's a bunch of damn rhinos up there. You know there are a bunch of Republicans. There are no more. It's just it's the Uniparty. That's what it is. There's one party. They they have different letters by their name, but they're all the same people. They're all they're all in it together. You know they are. I mean, Mitch McConnell is a disaster. In the Senate. And yet he we gotta give more money to Ukraine. It's the most important thing right now. And Tucker's wrong and he's bad. And we yeah, I'm going with what the Capitol Police sergeants had to say. And they don't care about the truth. They don't care about you. Not all of them, but some of them. And it is uh man, it is it's revealing. And I mean, I appreciate Tucker. I, I I really do. He's he's uh He's pretty much a stud, I think, for getting this stuff out there. I'm surprised that that Rupert Murdoch hadn't shut him down yet, but he seems to be given some, you know, some autonomy on this deal. And uh, so he's going back at him. I mean, he's exposing them. He's playing some of the tux, uh, clips from Schumer and Mitch McCall, some of the other ones. That are coming against him. So anyway, it's, it's glorious to see that uh, somebody, thank God, for somebody like Tucker that can get the other side of a story out. And there certainly is another side of the story. Matter of fact, in addition to all that, so I got some of this uh, news for you today. Because of these tapes that are now being revealed, some of the defense attorneys for the people that are sitting over there, the J6 prisoners, have filed to have the cases dismissed because of new evidence that's being revealed. Thanks to Tucker Carlson. And of course, uh, Kevin McCarthy, the speaker of the house that turned the tapes over. He's not getting a whole lot of credit, but he, he needs to be for giving the tapes to Tucker. So one of the defense attorneys is arguing they need to, you know, uh, dismiss the case. Here's one of the statements from the attorney. On March 6, Tucker Carlson released shocking footage from January 6, 2021, that showed QAnon shaman Jacob Chansley walking calmly through the halls of the Capitol with two Capitol police officers. At one point, one of the officers appears to be trying to open a door or elevator and then turns and leads Chansley in another direction. Later in the video clips, Chansley is seen walking past nine police officers gathered in a hallway intersection. Chansley and his police escorts walk right past the nine officers without any resistance. And then the Tucker Carlson show presented footage from officers calmly escorting Chansley and apparently other protesters into the Senate chamber, et cetera, et cetera. What's deeply troubling, Watkins says on Tuesday, is the fact that I have to watch Tucker Carlson to find video footage, which the government has, but chose not to disclose, despite the absolute duty to do so. Despite being requested in writing to do so multiple times. So and that's 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 and then Tucker had uh, Chansley's attorney on last night. I was like, "Look, I filed for all this information over and over, and they refused to give it to us. And it's it's against the law. Like you can't you can't withhold information from a an accused person, be it good or bad. You have to you have to let it out there. And they wouldn't do it. Now this guy, he's got he, first time he saw this stuff was on the Tucker Carlson show. This attorney, and it's it's uh it's appalling that that's that's how this how this goes. I mean, our justice system and our FBI is so jacked up, man. And so there was another uh, thing that came out about the FBI. There was, a tr- there was a hearing, I guess, yesterday or something, or maybe a trial. And one of the FBI agents admitted fabricating evidence and following orders to destroy hundreds of items of evidence. The, our FBI, this is what's happening. Can you, can you, this was yesterday in a trial. Says, uh, yesterday afternoon, March 8th revealed FBI has been monitoring privileged communications of co-defendant rail and his attorney and is discussing rails case strategy among each other. These revelations came out as co-defendant Nord Nordine's counsel, Nick Smith cross-examined FBI special agent, Nicole Miller. And there's just all this, this uh, just deceptive, uh, what's going to be done? I mean, we, we got to do something with this FBI, man. And we have got to clean this thing up somehow. Somebody's got to do this. It's just all the time. This, this crap's being revealed over and over and over. Is it not? It is. It's like the DOJ, the FBI, it's the deep state, right? I mean, it's just what is really happening. It's being exposed all the time. Thank God for all these people that are up there doing all this exposing Concealing evidence, doctoring evidence, destroying evidence, violating attorney-client privilege by secretly listening in and monitoring conversations. And, of course, you know, only a few little media sources putting that stuff out there. That's what's happening in our country. I mean, our country cannot withstand this forever. You can't just have this kind of internal corruption. At the core of your system. And, and last, I don't think. I think, think about it. I mean, that's why we're all here talking about it all the time. The culture that we see where we, it's an extreme thought, extreme position to think that the guy wearing the dress over there is, is a guy wearing a dress and not indeed a woman at all. You have to, you can't think like that. You think DEI is a god, and you've got the the wickedness and the deceptive stuff of the, these organizations up there in D.C. The FBI and the DOJ and God only knows who else. It, it, you know it, it's and, and of course and then the fiscal r- r- the fiscal place we're in financially the the country is in, in, in a disaster. I know it's doom and gloom, but it's it's like we got problems in our country, and it, it concerns me. That's why I'm on here talking about it. It concerns me. I love this country, and I want it to continue, and I want to get the right people up there to help it continue. That's all. And I think we got some good guys. I I think like the Josh Burkeens are good. And the, I think Lankford's good. And I think Mark Wayne Mullen's good, by the way, did you see Mark Wayne Mullen on the news yesterday? (laughs) He had a, a little back and forth with, uh, some union boss. Uh, and, uh, (laughs) I don't have it. Mom had it on her Twitter. She told me about it. And, uh, he got a little out of line, and, and uh, oh, uh, Senator Mark Wayne Mullen was uh, asking this guy, like, "What jobs have you ever created, man?" And the guy was kind of mumbling around and, and stuff. And then, then the union boss told Mullen, "You're out of line." He's like, "Don't tell me I'm out of line. Don't tell me I'm out of line," said Senator Mullen. He said, "You." And then Mullen come back to the guy said, "You need to shut your mouth." That guy's like, you telling me to shut my mouth? I'm telling you to shut your mouth. And then Bernie Sanders, who was chairing the committee, he weighed in. Boy, he ripped his mask off because he always wears a mask. And uh, he tried to jump in and settle these boys down. And (laughs) Anyway, that got some press yesterday. Pretty fun stuff. Oh, we got some other great stuff for you here too in the news. This, you know, yesterday was International Women's Day. Did you know that? Did you know? Did you know, ladies and gentlemen, that men make the bestest women? (laughs) Yes, it's true. The Biden administration celebrating International Women's Day by highlighting a guess what? A biological male. Yes. First Lady Jill Biden and Secretary of State Anthony Blinken awarded Alba Ruda, a biological male and transgender activist from Argentina, one of the 11 International Women's Day of Courage Awards. Here's the clip.
1: In Argentina, Alba Ruada is a transgender woman who was kicked out of classrooms, barred for sitting for exams, refused job opportunities, subjected to violence and rejected by her family. But in the face of these challenges, she worked to end violence and discrimination against the LGBTQI plus community in Argentina.
0: And there you have it. Here's this dude with a wig on and, and, you know, just dress and just like we're, we're celebrating this guy pretending to be a woman as a woman full on. Like it's here it is. This is the world This is America. This is the, uh, you know, it's the world, I guess. I mean, not really the world, the Western world. It's it's literally insanity. It it is what it is. It's just what it is. It is absolutely the weirdest thing. I can't get over it. I can't get, I won't accept it. (laughs) Sorry, not going to happen. Not going to happen because it's not real oh my gosh okay so that that was that where what else did i what is all this other stuff up in here oh we got this and we got that that's i don't know what all we got i thought this oh we've got this new senator uh minority leader mitch mcconnell has been hospitalized hospitalized yesterday last night i guess he he was at a dinner and fell and so they took him to the hospital to check him out i guess he's been he's fallen quite a bit he's 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 a fall risk, and he fell. He's in hospital. They're checking him out. So that's all we really know at this point. Don't know. Wish him speedily recovery, whatever we have. We don't want anything bad happening to anybody. 842 is our time. We'll take another break. We'll come back with more of the program, and then Tradio's coming up 9 o'clock. 844 is our time, winding her down, (laughs) making our way to Tradio, 9 o'clock with Trisha Bailey. Going to be buying, trading, selling, and giving stuff away. Did you hear the interview this morning on Town Talk, 7 o'clock? I thought it was a good and It was with Blaze Simonson. And Blaze is the new owner of uh, the oakmogee Livestock Auction. And uh, he's having an auction coming up on April 8th. And it's going to be uh, full of all kinds of equipment and uh, trucks and tools. And, and I don't know what all we got. Where's the, uh, <clears throat> here's the flyer on this deal right here. Brand new, brand new guy, young guy, just bought this deal it's from Billings, Montana. It was a great interview. I really enjoyed talking to this guy, Blaze, and uh, just come to Old Mulgee. He's going to try to start up his thing, get the Old Mulgee Livestock Auction going. The first thing he's going to do is with equipment. He's going to get livestock uh, soon. He hopes to get some goats and and uh, <clears throat> what did he say? Goats and goats and sheep going, and then going to ultimately get some horses and get some cattle going up in there. Got to try to get this thing, you know, going like it's supposed to go. He's going to do an equipment auction a couple times a year, spring and fall. This one is the spring one. And you just all kinds of stuff. And you can bring this stuff in. A consignment. He's accepting consignments. So uh, give him a call. 752-5212 is his number. And uh, <clears throat> if he doesn't answer, call back. 752-5212. Blaze Simon and Okmulgee Livestock Auction. Coming back to life in Okmulgee. That's good news right there. And uh, if you didn't hear the, the interview, check it out on our website. We have all of our Town Talk uh, programs up there on the website. If you don't want to get up at 7 o'clock, you don't have to. Uh, we put it on the website for you uh, to listen later. <clears throat> okay? Same with this program because we're having some problems with the streaming today. It's not streaming. It's got a buzz in it and for whatever reason. I don't know. Okay. Back to International Women's Day. Somebody tweeted this out. Happy International Women's Day from fighting the climate crisis to fighting for reproductive rights slash abortion, to demanding equal rights. Women everywhere are seeking out a more just and equal world. Take the time today to celebrate the women in your lives and take care of one another. Jordan Peterson tweeted out, try getting a life, clean up your room, get married, have a career of service, have a family, quit praying in public, stop demanding unearned credit for your false moral virtue, abandon the attractions of narcissistic compassion, You see why I like this guy? (laughs) That's good stuff right there. I don't care who you are. You got to like that. Okay. What else is happening in the world of news in the briefing today? So we had a speech by Matt Gates on the floor yesterday that I want you to hear because I'm, I'm all about this. I think we need to get our American soldiers out of stupid places. They don't need to be. You know, it's like I was so excited when Trump was up in there and he was gonna get all these people out of Afghanistan, our people. Afghanistan was a was an absolute joke, nightmare, really. So many lives and billions and trillions of dollars lost over there. It was, it was, for what? What do we get out of it? Nothing. And so <clears throat> Biden, you know, of course, oh, speaking of that deal, Biden tried to get the people out. We botched it and we lost 13 people. And there was a there was a kid on uh, in a hearing yesterday, I say a kid. He let me find that. Golly, I don't want to lose. I'm to lose this. Let me go see if I can find this deal because I want to. I want to talk about it. this. This is so moving. Sergeant Tyler Vargas Andrews, young man who was a uh, who was over there in Afghanistan, <clears throat> sniper. He's a Marine Corps sniper. He's telling Congress this. This must have been yesterday that he was denied permission to shoot the suicide bomber in Afghanistan that killed the 13 service members and over 170 civilians. He said, plain and simple, we were ignored. Our expertise was disregarded. No one was held accountable for our safety. The withdrawal was a catastrophe, in my opinion, he says. There was an inexcusable lack of accountability. Now, this kid, I don't know if I should call him a kid or not. Anyway, this this sergeant, Sergeant Andrews, is telling this story, and it's of course, he, and he begins to break down a cry because he, he, you know, he had the guy in his sights. He was asking for p- permission to execute, to engage. They had a description of the guy. They knew exactly what he was wearing. They knew where he was. They had pictures, and this guy had. They had all this, and they he sh- they showed all this de- this data to his superior. He was ready. He had him. And no, he couldn't get he couldn't get the the engaged, the order to engage. And subsequently, the guy sets off his suicide device, bomber, bombing device, kills thirteen of our service members, one hundred and seventy civilians. And this this particular guy, this Marine uh, sniper, was filled with um, like. Uh, I don't, you don't call them BBs, but whatever, whatever kind of balls and, and shrapnel into his into his body, sh- you know, shredded his right arm and, and into his abdomen and all kind of stuff. And you got to hear the guy's testimony. This deal. I retweeted it out there, or look it up. Sergeant Tyler Vargas Andrews, Marine Corps sniper, telling this story yesterday. It, it is it is absolutely moving. I retweeted it. These you got to watch this to see what what kind of a disaster uh, that that this was over there. He lost his right arm and his left leg in the explosion. Not to mention all the comrades that, that, that died in this blast. And we had him, this is what's so disgusting. I mean, my gosh, that's, that's tough. When you, you you have the deal and you're ready to go and you, you, you know, you have to follow orders and the orders are stupid. The orders never came. All right, so so speaking of that, so this reminded me of this when Matt Gates was talking about Syria. So we have 900 Americans in Syria. And this is what he had to say on the House floor yesterday.
1: Most Americans don't know a single Syrian. And so people watching this debate might wonder, how has it come to be that Syria has become the great platform of great power competition in the world? begins in 2011 during the Arab Spring when Assad, who is undeniably a madman and a despot, opens fire on his own people, protesting. Then part of the Syrian army defects. They engage in warfare against Assad, and all of a sudden, they got a whole lot of weapons and money being sent from the rich Gulf monarchies through Jordan into Syria. So Iran's not just going to watch this. Assad's their ally. They activate Hezbollah, They then invade Syria. So now you've got Jordan, the Gulf monarchies, Iran, but wait, Russia is pitching their vision of the world as a regime preservation force, whether you're Maduro or Assad. So they get involved, and what do they get for their time? A warm water port in the Eastern Mediterranean. So we've got Russia, the Gulf monarchies, Israel starts to get worried about Hezbollah and Iran, so Israel cuts a deal with Russia to keep Iran out of Southern Syria, And if it doesn't get any worse than that, now all of a sudden you've got the Kurds who declare war on Syria. And it makes it a little messy that the Kurds are also in conflict with Turkey, which is a NATO ally. And then somehow the United States in 2015 says, you know what, we need to get involved in this mess in Syria. And since we have been there, we have seen Americans die, we have seen tens of billions of dollars wasted, and what is hilarious about the 2001 AUMF that the neoconservatives wave around like some permission slip for every neoconservative fantasy of turning an Arabian desert into a Jeffersonian democracy is that that very 2001 AUMF would justify attacking the people that we're fighting against and the people we're funding. Because both have ties to Al Qaeda and of course the 2001 AUMF dealt with Al Qaeda. All this talk about a re-emergence of ISIS, I would encourage my colleagues to go read the Inspector General's report of the last quarter that indicates that ISIS is not a threat to the homeland. And with the Turks conducting operations in Syria against ISIS, with Assad and Russia having every incentive to create pressure on ISIS, I do not believe that what stands between a caliphate and not a caliphate are the 900 Americans who have been sent to this hellscape with no definition of victory, with no clear objective, and purely existing as a vestige to the regime change, failed foreign policies of multiple former presidents. Our-
0: Boom, and there's Matt Gates. That's probably a little bit hard to follow. He's talking pretty fast. A lot to say there. But he's spot on, in my opinion. It's like, what in the hell are we doing over there? These 900 Americans sitting over there with no plan, no, you know, this is what victory looks like. And it's a it's a gigantic mess. It's not even our deal. Like, <laughs> That stuff's been going on since, you know, uh, Jacob and Esau showed up on the scene. And here we want to get involved in it. We got to get our hands in this deal. It's the military industrial complex. And it's, you know, those are real people, real American lives over there in danger for what? Let's get them out of there. It's a tragedy. I think it's disgusting. Um, And I, that's one thing I, I think that, you know, that, Trump's got a real chance he, if he goes in the as the anti-war, pre, you know, presidential candidate again. And he's the guy that can negotiate peace with Russia and Ukraine and get that over with, and probably nobody else that can do it. Uh, you know, I don't, I don't know who who would be able to do it any better than he he'd do it. Okay, let's see. Got another story here, local story, kind of uh, statewide. Amazon now using all new electric delivery vans in the state of Oklahoma. Big news. The cars have been in the metro area since December. Amazon officials tell Fox 25 the vans include all new upgrades and include bigger cargo space and better technology. One driver told Fox 25 the new vans allow them to do their jobs more effectively. I mean, honestly, he says, I think it's a great upgrade for Amazon. I can do a lot more with this vehicle than I can under our gas vehicles. Like, I don't like what? Let's see what he says. Since we've been using them, We've been doing a lot of research, he said. Personally, I run about an hour and a half, almost two hours faster on my route while carrying 10 to 20% more packages than I do in my gas van. So they're more efficient and, and not as time-consuming as a gas vehicle. The new electric vans are part of an effort, Amazon, to be more sustainable and more environmentally conscious while drivers make their deliveries. That's all well and good. But I'm just thinking, how in the heck does having an, an, uh, an electric motor Versus a gas motor. Save you two hours on your route. There's no way. And I'm not against electric (laughs) Amazon vans. Knock yourself out. I think it's fantastic. I don't know that I understand that. Can you guys clue me in on what I'm missing on this deal? I mean, the starting and the stopping, they they don't turn their vans off, I don't think, when they stop to make a delivery. Maybe they do, but still, it doesn't take that long, I wouldn't think, to start it up. And get her going. Versus just pushing the gas and going with the electric car. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it does. Maybe it saves him two hours. I don't know. And and I'm I'm okay with people having electric cars. I just don't like them forcing. It's like the vaccine. You want to get the vaccine? Go get it. Get all the boosters. Do whatever you want to do. Just don't force it on everybody else. That's that's my issue. And uh, so anyway. That's. It's happening. Big, gigantic news here in Oklahoma. 8.56 is our time. Just about to to wrap this deal up. Tradio is coming. Tradio is coming. Did we talk about, well, I think we might have mentioned it, that we still have this policy in the United States for whatever reason, like us and Uzbekistan and Yemen and all those type of countries are having this, this policy. If you're a foreigner, you can't come into the country unless you're vaccinated. Literally, even if you're the top tennis player in the world, Novak Djokovic cannot come into and play in the U S open because, well, he's got to be vaccinated. Now, what about those people coming in across the U S border, the South border? Wonder if they have to be vaccinated. No, they did not. Is there <laughs> – yeah. anybody see the difference there? Like, okay, why is it that they get to come in and bring whatever? But the top U.S., the top, the top tennis player in the entire world, we will not let come into the United States because he's, he's dangerous. You know, he's he's got to be vaccinated. He's had COVID. He's got natural immunity. But that goes against our policies. He should just come in on the southern border. <laughs> just kind of sneak across. With his tennis racket. Hey, I'm Novak Djokovic. Shh, am telling anybody. I'm coming to play some tennis. It's absolutely weird. This, this is our country. This is the people in charge. This is what we got. This is what it is. Need to pray for our country, don't we? Yes, we do. Well, we're out of time. It's been fun. It's been real. And I want to thank you for listening into the program. We're going to try to get the uh, streaming computer fixed. I don't know. I rebooted it. You know, when all else fails, you restart the computers. And if that doesn't work, then you call your engineer, which I've done. But he's sleeping in today. Hopefully, we'll get the stream up later. But in the meantime, we'll get you jumping into Tradio with Trisha. You guys have a fantastic Thursday. We'll see you again tomorrow. Hope she's in there. Two minutes early.